who just sleep wherever and just actually sleep yeah weird me out yeah i don't trust them (laughs) (laughs) because no no normal person is like i'm perfectly safe and comfortable in this new location i've never been in that's a great idea i'll sleep sleep here yeah no i don't like that i don't trust it no because right so when i was at the bachelorette party last night yeah for um isabeau the one yeah. who took our pictures sweet sweet isabeau that you apparently ignored when she came through the line i don't recognize people i know so she was like she didn't recognize me and i was like were you wearing your mask and she was like yeah and i was like she's seen you once <laughs> i was like of course she did not recognize you and, Very she, true. and i was like she's probably sleep deprived always always and she's probably just zonked out because yes. she has to work fucking retail yes and then mid- midterms yeah, I was I'm, like, I'm in a constant state of fucked, so. Just not there. Yeah. Just, it's, <laughs> the lights are on, but no one's home. Uh-huh. Um, Eyes empty. Head empty. Head, no think. <laughs> but head head full too much think. <laughs> so I was at the bachelorette party, and uh, I'm, I'm always the odd one out, mm. and I always get banished to, like, the couch or the odd sleeping place. Do and you it, kick people in your sleep or something? No, I don't know why that happens. Okay. I don't know. I just, that's always okay. been a thing. So that's why I stopped going to sleepovers. So I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be the one who keeps sleeping in the living room next to the front fucking door. Right. Freaks me out. So first one to die. Anyways, <laughs> so I wasn't. I wasn't supposed to stay at the party. I wasn't supposed to spend the night because I was like, I'm not going to. But yeah. then 17 Jello shots later. Fucking psychopath. It wasn't like each shot was not an equivalent of one vodka shot. It was. That doesn't matter. But it was still. <laughs> woo! I ate a lot of pizza too. So. Woo. I got banished to the couch. Everyone else got a bed. Yeah. And I think we went to bed about 1230 and we were finally like, all right, fuck this. We're going to bed. We're too old for this shit. So yeah, we're all like a bunch of 25, 26 year olds. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to lay on the couch. One girl was super nice. She mm-hmm. let me her clothes. No. To like sleep in. Because I was like, That's I just. actually really sweet. That was really nice. And I hopped in on the couch and she's like, and I was in my jeans and a tank top. Mm-hmm. And she was like, do you want like stretchy comfy clothes and i was like i usually don't sleep with clothes on because i get super hot but mm-hmm. i was like i don't want to sleep in jeans so i was like i'll take the stretchy pants yeah. but she looks like she's a size fucking two uh-huh. and five two right and i'm 150 pounds five uh five five i'm five five you <laughs> rude ass <laughs> uh, sorry. and a size eight so i was like i'm not gonna fit in your pants so she hands me her pants and i was like oh jesus christ they're a size small like they're not gonna oh no they were stretchy enough they still fit so <gasps> that was really cool Thank goodness. So I laid on the couch for three hours and did not fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Because you texted me at like 3 a.m. today. <laughs> I was like, I'm going. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to get any sleep. So what ended up happening was I laid on the couch, which is weird to me because I was in a strange place on the couch and I could see down the hallway where the door was. I was like, I'm either going to get murdered or I'm going to see something I really don't want to see. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't sleep. I can't fall asleep. The lights are off. But I was I just, I was like, I'm done. I mm-hmm. want to go home. Like, I'm sober now. I'm just feeling like shit. I just want to go home. I heard somebody get up and mm-hmm. go to the bathroom. Right. And they were in the bathroom forever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, is someone in there sick? I feel so bad. Like, right. what is happening? That's sweet of you to be concerned. Because, like, I kept hearing the toilet flush. I'm like, oh, no, someone, yeah. someone's not feeling Somebody's good. I was like, up. come on. So I'm like, well, if the person comes out and they're okay, I'm going to ask them to, like, lock the door behind me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go home. But they're in there forever. And finally, they came out, and then she was, like, rummaging. I didn't know who it was at first, and then she started rummaging around. I'm like, yo, bro, are you good? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm looking for my keys. And I was like, 
okay what? that's weird so i was like hey can you do me a favor she's like yeah what's up i was like i really want to go home i was like can you lock the door behind me she goes oh no i'm looking for my keys because i'm i'm leaving too oh. i was like oh 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 and she was like yeah i was in the bathroom she's like i got re- like she's like i get really anxious and uh-huh. she's an anxious pooper oh that's fair and i was like what so she's like yeah that's why i was in the back i was like okay yeah okay so it is what it, it is it, it just do be like that sometimes it really do so she's like i'm really anxious she's like i just want to go home i was like mm-hmm. okay i'm i cannot sleep on the fucking couch she's like well you can sleep in my bed i was like i'm not no i, I didn't don't. just lay here for three hours to finally get to the conclusion of leaving just to stay yeah also i'm sleeping in a room where like yeah. i don't know the people in there also yeah, no, so weird. i was like that's weird and like it would be really weird if the girl who was sleeping in the bed next to her woke up and it wasn't <laughs> that girl it was me completely different girl hi yeah. hello good morning so <laughs> so she and i left at yeah. 3 15 in the morning like i was like i'm gonna change pants i was like please walk with me out and so uh-huh. she's like yeah so she waited for me we, we left i jumped in my car she and hers I nice. came home, laid in bed. I was feeling so much like shit. It took like uh-huh. 30 minutes for me to pass no. out. But Good Lord. Pe- and then like my friend Isabeau, she was laying in bed and she's like, yeah, I'm going to turn the TV on. And I was like, why the fuck are you turning the TV on? Go to bed. She goes, no, I put it on for background music. And I was like, or like background, background noise. Background sound, yeah. I was like, you suck. Some people do that, dude. <laughs> what? I don't know. Like a box fan, a noise yeah. machine. Like yeah. A- I'll anything put on, like rain sounds sometimes not anything that is thought provoking yeah so she left the tv on yeah and i, I like mm-hmm. loud and i heard it down the hallway Aww. the whole night she didn't put a sleep timer on it like she oh, didn't turn no. it on to fall asleep to she turns it on to sleep to oh that's wild yeah so i was it's like about why people <laughs> why dude who people, hurt you people's sleeping habits are weird like I mean, people who just sleep with nothing and listen to like the house no. cracking like no i have to settling. have a fan like even yes. in the winter i have to have a fan a noise something let me tell you let me turn you on to something so everyone who has their sleeping habits if you sleep with nothing with mm-hmm. no sound i yeah. i challenge you to sleep with a box fan it's or or a noise like a noise maker that doesn't have like a tick in it because mm-hmm. i've turned on a box fan that has like a tick noise in it and i can hear it when it goes on on yeah. the loop right so try it for the first five minutes you're gonna be like oh fuck no i don't want to do this because i've had friends sleep over my place and i'm like i sleep with a box fan on and they'll be like please turn it off i'm like nope give it give it five ten minutes yeah literally i've changed people's lives it's the best yes although if i'm at my mom's house which is like in the middle of nowhere there's no light pollution coming in because there's no street lights yeah actually i can sleep with the windows open and no fan no sound like the nothing. sound of nature right like that's fine that's fine but i can't do it in the city where i hear cars and like at my apartment i live next to like an interstate so it's loud as fuck and i can't oh that's i was like no yeah. there's not I was like 111 mm-hmm. right over it's there right there <laughs> it's right there <laughs> it's right the fuck there yeah, and you also so. have the cops because you're in the city yeah that's how constantly it, how it be yeah i live right there oops so loud yes so fans but fans are great fans are the best not tvs what the fuck no, I mean, like, I could see with, like, a sleep timer, because I used to put on Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Of course you did. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I would go to sleep to those and wake up and be like, oh, this is great, and then just, like, start it over and watch it until I fell asleep. Like, that was my shit, but, like, I can't do that now. But also, so. the light from the TV stimulates your brain, like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to wake up. Yeah, which is probably why I have such a fucked up sleep pattern now. Yep. Because literally 10 years of doing that, and now I'm like, oh, it's fine. I can only sleep 
four hours a night that's it's not, normal no it's not normal. it's not normal that's bad also it also kills me when people are like yeah i have a tv in the bedroom it's like no tv in the bedroom no no tv either. in the bedroom not now nope Mm-mm. it you bedroom yes. is not for tv watching <laughs> no bedroom is for things that don't involve television yep like sleep or if you're married other stuff <laughs> only if you're married that's not true care, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh god but you no. want to know what's what what's we- equally as scary as people who sleep with the television on is a bow these scary stories yeah yes <laughs> she's gonna be so mad at me <laughs> she doesn't listen to our podcast oh, okay we're fine then yeah no she will never <laughs> unless Perfect. she starts she won't she's got two kids oh yeah that's them. true bless her all right she she made that choice that's true <laughs> she did at least twice <laughs> first one was an accident oh. second one was, was a choice oof all right. oof, all right what what do you want you pick this time i always pick but i flip the yeah, person who flips uh, doesn't pick you're right i mean like I, i'm not coordinated enough to flip it so don't even ask well i mean I just flip it if it just fucking goes over there. It's just fate. Uh, let's do heads this time. You do heads? Yeah. Okay. Let's do heads. Let's okay. see what happens. Oh, God. I got a blanket on me and there's a cable. All right, hang yep. on. I want to make sure I don't like rip the setting. It landed on heads. Beautiful. Does that mean you go first? Yes. I ask this every time. You're fine. Okay, go first. I'm going to make you a little post-it note and put it on your computer. <laughs> if land on <laughs> things she says, she go first. <laughs> she do first thing. Okay. I, I think the opposite. It's like if, if it... Mm-hmm you don't oh god don't touch the mic you're stuck are you good i have so many cables over here <laughs> and you're okay. so sleepy mm, yes it's i only fun. have five hours of sleep because when the sun comes up it's time to get up okay yeah tell me your, exactly tell me zoe what yeah. you will be talk, talking to me scaring me with I, today i will try to scare you we'll see how this goes because i didn't have any like twinges or trouble sleeping so hmm. this is lep castle in ireland spell it l-e-a-p lep castle yeah it looks like leap but it's lep. Le- okay. Yeah. Tell me. So this is claimed to be Ireland's most haunted castle. And Ireland has a lot of castles. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, Ireland has a fuck ton. Yes. Okay. Tell me. Why is it haunted? We'll find out. It'll take a minute. <laughs> As always. As always. It is one of the longest continually inhabited castles in Ireland. Dope. Which is kind of cool because a lot of them get abandoned, which is shitty. I would love Not to dope. move there and acquire a castle oh, oh yeah that's my dream <laughs> to live in a castle <sighs> to go back to my homeland yes the motherland, <laughs> the motherland with yes. your with your red hair okay actually i feel like it's probably more scottish just because the my hair tones match gingers in scotland scotland better than ireland okay all right it's fine so this castle has actually been featured in a lot of tv shows mm-hmm. which makes sense mm-hmm. so ghost adventures ghost hunters most haunted and others that are local to the isles Okay. Have all gone. Okay. This castle was built. This is a really big time. I'm so sorry. Big time frame. Somewhere between the 1300s and the 1500s. No. Oh, one so in- there, there's no like historical record of when. No. It just, it just fucking popped up one day. Yes. Okay. So it's the most common like agreed upon time frame that I saw was in like 1250, which is before the time frame that you just said. No. Thir- I fucked up somewhere. <laughs> I fucked up somewhere. Oh God. But yeah, 1250. I, here we are. Okay. It is what it is. Okay. I don't know where I got 1300s. So was it supposed to be 12 to 1500s? Probably. Okay. And I just put the wrong number there because it was late. 
<laughs> it, so, it, it'd be like that sometimes okay so it's highly contested uh when it was actually built but regardless of that the history is very bloody oh yeah get ready okay it was built by the obannon clan which uh, who called it a name in gaelic that i will fuck up if i try so i'm not even gonna gaelic gaelic yes okay yeah because they don't speak irish they speak gaelic Yep. so uh <laughs> it means leap of the obannons in, oh, because that's the family. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right, cool. Legend says that the two Oban- that there were two O'Bannon brothers who were fighting for the right to rule their clan mm-hmm. and to take over the chieftainship. The way that they decided for them to settle this argument obviously had to be a display of strength and bravery. Of course. So what did they do? They decided to jump off of a rocky cliff oh my where f- the castle would later be built. What the fuck? Whichever one of them lived get- got to rule. With broken fucking legs, Jesus Christ. Apparently, that didn't matter. <sighs> so, of course, we don't know who won, just <clears throat> that one of them did. Damn it. <laughs> no, we don't know, and I'm so sad. That sucks. That's a, uh, but he won the right to rule the clan. So the current castle is built on over top of what we assume to be a druid ceremonial building. This is supported through archaeological evidence found of a structure that dates back to the year 500. Uh, the castle's built over yes. the structure? Yes, ma'am. But they jumped off a cliff. Yeah, that's like on the land. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's assumed that that ceremonial building had started to break down over time. And the O'Bannons were like, we're gonna fucking take it. And okay. And they did. Cool. So. The O'Bannon clan were secondary chieftains underneath the O'Carroll clan. So the O'Carroll saw the O'Bannons build it and went, we want that, and took it. <sighs> right. Because that's, that's, that's what you do. <laughs> Columbus Day, all over again. <laughs> You're not going to like the O'Carrolls, my dude. Ooh, after the castle was completed, uh, they took it for their own. Then the O'Carroll clan inhabited that castle and kept it very well fortified. It was built to protect the pass through uh, the Bloom, the uh, Sylvie Bloom Mountains. Okay. And it was very well guarded, very well laid out. Mm-hmm. It was a very defensible position. It was just a really good idea to build it there. The O'Carrolls were known for their ruthless war tactics. Okay. What they do? No, oh, so many things. <sighs> and their brutal defense of their land and their family. One of the worst examples I could find of the Carol's activities. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> they invited, well, they, they paid, or mm, they invited 40 members of the McMahon clan to come and train them in their style of fighting and their style of warfare. Okay. Then... They banded together to go and attack a third clan that the O'Carrolls didn't care for at okay. all. And at after they defeated that third clan, they invited the McMahon clan to come and eat dinner, like big feast style. Thing, oh, right? no. Yeah, you're right to say, oh, no. The, o- the, oh, the McMahons <laughs> didn't know that the O'Carrolls had poisoned their food. Ah. Uh. So they didn't have to pay them. They killed 40 men. So they would not have to pay them. Wow. These fuckers yep. are scumbags. It was great. Uh, they did the same thing to 37 members of the O'Neill clan. Why did they fucking not learn? I don't know. It's not going to happen to us, sweetheart. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, God. They did the same thing, but uh, went a step farther and slit all of their throats for good measure. At the dinner Jesus. table. Because that's, that's, that's sweet and fun, isn't it? <laughs> sweet. It's so, sharing is caring. That's just... Not in this case. Ah! 
So the castle was passed from father to son for generations of the O'Carrolls living there. As we've already learned, the O'Carrolls are a very violent people group. Yeah. They're awful. Yeah. So, of course, familial murder was common, especially when the inheritance of the castle was in question. So siblings would kill each other, nieces, nephews, cousins, whole nine yards. Like, did not matter. No one was safe. No. Damn. Mm. It's like, it's like, that's like uh, some Netflix, like, drama of, like, Some Game of Thrones shit? Yeah, like, that actually, actually, actually. I have a theory. I have a... (laughs) (laughs) have a theory that maybe okay maybe possibly so in the year 1532 mulroney o'carroll who was the current ruler at that time died and a rivalry for leadership erupted between his two sons okay well he had four sons but like these two in particular okay yeah the two eldest one brother whose name was thaddeus was a priest and while he was actually holding mass for a group of his family members teague who was his brother came in, burst in the chapel, and sunk a sword through his back. Holy fuck. Coming at his chest, causing him to fall forward and bleed to death on the altar in front of his family. What? As a result. What? What? You you can't do that to someone giving church church service. Jesus. (laughs) Dude, he's not going to have a weapon on him, is he? No, stop. There's no stop on this. Holy shit. (laughs) It goes from zero to 4,000 and stays that way. Fuck, okay. So this chapel is, of course, now called the Bloody Chapel for reasons. Obvious reasons. Makes sense, right? The castle passed into ownership of the Darby family uh, later on due to a marriage in 1659. So the O'Carrolls had it until 1659. Okay. Notable family members of the Darbys are Vice Admiral George Darby, who is part of the Royal Navy, fought in the Seven Years' War and the American Revolutionary War. Dope. Of course, against the Americans. Oh, wait, no. Not <laughs> Oops. Oops. Admirable, ad, admirable, Jesus. Yeah. Admiral Sir Henry Astier Darby, uh-huh. who was George's nephew, that last guy. He was an officer in the Royal Navy. He didn't do as much as his uh, uncle, but here we are. And then my personal favorite, John Nelson Darby, who was a Bible teacher and is the, fa- uh, the father of modern day dispensationalism. I don't know what that is. That's okay. I'm a dispensationalist. Bless you. I'll explain to you sometime. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. So how this happened, how the transfer from the O'Carrolls to the Darbys. Mm -hmm. So the O'Carrolls were shit, as you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, They would hold prisoners in their castle, because that's what you do with the castle. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, One of the prisoners was an Englishman with the last name of Darby. The O'Carrolls' daughter fell in love with him and would sneak him food and in one of these uh, sessions, they would dream of running away together to get married. That's so, so sweet. Right, of course. So she released him from the jail cell. And what's the first thing that he did? He ran into her brother in oh. the stairwell. Oh, fuck. And slaughtered him. <gasps> so that left her as the only heir to inheriting the castle. Whoa. Yeah. So they still got married. They still had babies. Jeez. And then they moved into the castle. <laughs> the person who just fucking slaughtered my brother. Jesus. Zero to a thousand. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. So, hence, of course, power moved from the O'Carrolls to the Darbys. During the late 1800s, early 1900s, Jonathan Charles Darby lived there with his wife, Mildred. Her maiden name was Mildred Dill. For Oh, my. What, I almost said, what a fucking name. And now it's even better. It's even better. It's even better. 
So Mildred was a gothic novel writer. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> she was a lady. <laughs> what? <laughs> women can't write i was about to say actually yeah so her pen name was actually andrew mary because women couldn't publish things Uh, i hate that me too but it is what it is so she would actually write about lep castle and its ghosts what yeah that's awesome (laughs) it's pretty great a lot of her uh work has actually recently been republished and i've got some of it here for you later on so she also dabbled in the occult as a spiritualist. Oh, fuck. Yep. So, of course, spiritualism was very fashionable at that time. Her focus was on seances and automatic writing. Those were her favorite things. <sighs> she actually published an article in a local ma- magazine titled A House of Horrors about Lep Castle. It's a, it's a, it's not a house. It's a castle. But go ahead. It should be a castle of horrors. Come on. God, don't ask mm. me. I don't know why that upsets me so much. Well, she changed the name of the castle if it makes you feel better. To what? I Kill, Killguard, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't write it down, but I think it was Killguard. Okay. What a name. Ah, well, I mean, Lep Castle is pretty scary mm. when you know the history. Yeah. Two boys left to their deaths. <gasps> That's why it's called the Lep of the O'Bannons. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You're welcome. Yeah. The castle, during this time frame, uh, the, the Darbys live there. These two specific Darbys, Mildred and her husband, Jonathan. They upgraded and extended the castle building itself, as well as some of the lands during the 1900s, mm-hmm. which many people believe that the upgrades are the reason that it was actually attacked during the I- Irish Civil War in 1922. Because of the upgrades? Yes. So the upgrades that they were doing, I'll get to that actually here in just a second, Okay, I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure I have it. Yes. Yes, I do. Tell me. So before we get to that, this castle, I actually wrote this in my notes, this castle has something extra fuckity, is what I wrote. Even... <laughs> Even worse? What do you mean? Even fucking worse. Okay. This is this is where it gets real rough. So during the 1900s, when they were upgrading the castle and it was re- being renovated, workers found an oubliette what hidden f- behind what? a wall in the chapel. What is that? So an oubliette is a secret dungeon accessible only by a trapdoor in the ceiling. The word oubliette comes from the French meaning to forget. Okay. Lep Castle's oubliette had human skeletons on top of wooden spikes. In the fucking attic? In the chapel, in the floor of the chapel. Wait, wait, wait. You sit in the ceiling. The There's a trap door that opened down into the dungeon. So, like, the trap, the trap door, door is on the, the floor. is the ceiling of the dungeon. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. It's, like, eight feet down. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And they would fall on the spikes. Why, why was it in the chapel? <laughs> That's a great question. That, okay. That's a real good question I would love to answer, but unfortunately I don't have an answer. So, when they cleaned out the oubliette... There, it took three cartloads of bones to get all of them out. Disgust. Who are these bodies? It added up to over 150 people. <gasps> yeah. Whose bodies? So remember, the O'Carrolls were real shitty to everyone. Right. So it could have been family members. It could have been people that were invited into the house. It could have been anyone and everyone. There was actually one story that I couldn't get enough specifics to feel like i should put it in uh-huh. um but it was it went over like a certain other clan that they invited in mm-hmm. and then slaughtered just killed everybody in the chapel and probably just and then just threw pushed, the bodies yeah just pushed the bodies in so i don't know how many of those were people that were just pushed in and how many of those were people who were dropped down the trap that door chapel or what must have stunk oh, to I high can't hell imagine jesus yeah so that's that's fun and interesting. In those cartloads of people, 
they found a pocket watch that dated from the mid 1800s which showed that it was so early used. 1900s is when they were doing this 1922 they found stuff from 1850 like mid 1800s oh. so like it was real recent that they stopped using it jesus yeah Whew. that's really uncomfortable <laughs> all right so today they have actually covered up the entrance to the oubliette so nobody hurts themselves or falls in or any awful thing like that which yeah. makes total sense to me i like that the Darbys were disliked by everybody, everybody around, due to the fact that they were English, because... Oh, they were yeah. English. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, because yeah. he was an Englishman, in mm-hmm. a, and he took over an Irish household. Correct. Yes. Oops. Yep. Okay. So, they would also rent out sections of the lower floors of the castle to local families, but due to all the renovations they were doing, they had to up the rent, which pissed everybody off. Oops. Yeah, because... I mean, now now this English dude's just taking more of your money. An so. English dude's taking Irish money. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oop. Oh, yeah. That's going to piss people off real good. Yeah. Hence the Irish Civil War. Yay. Ooh, so the Darbys actually ended up fleeing the castle around 1922 Damn. because they were so scared for their lives. Like, people started threatening them. People were trying to break into the house. So they were like, you know what? Fuck this. No, it's not worth it. And it just left. Jump ship. Cool. After the Darbys left... A group of 11 men broke in and smashed all the furniture for firewood, set the castle on fire. So. Was it made out of stone? Yep. Only the north wing burned. That's to say. And the next day, when they saw only the north wing had burned, more people came, not just those 11 dudes, (laughs) broke everything else and set the whole thing on fire. Okay. The cabal, the cabal, mercy. (laughs) Words. <laughs> They're hard. The castle wasn't inhabited by any other family and sat abandoned until 1974. Yeah, but it didn't burn uh-uh. Just because all the stone. Right. The ceilings and the roof are wood. Okay, okay. So those burned and all of the stuff that was inside did. Okay. Like tapestries, like the stairs, stuff like that that was wood gotcha, gotcha. went up. So in 1974... An Australian historian named Peter Bartlett purchased it, and he actually had traced his lineage back to the O'Bannons in the very beginning. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he was like, ooh, he's a history guy. So he was like, ooh, 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 I like this. Purchased it. He and a builder named Joe Sullivan restored the castle until Bartlett passed away in 1989. Then it was purchased in 1991 by the musician Sean Ryan and his wife, Anne, who continue to restore the castle today. They are the current owners... And if you would like to schedule a tour, you can actually contact this man. Uh, They have a phone number set up and everything that you can call, set up, whatever you want to do. I don't know what the COVID stuff looks like right now. It didn't say that on the website, but give them a call. Figure it out. It's on the, if you just Google Lep Castle, it'll show up with like the phone number and the address and everything. Mm -hmm. It's all public. He's totally fine having people come in. That's dope. Mm -hmm. It's actually really cool. So now into the hauntings. Tell me. So here are some basic things that have happened before we get into some specifics. Some believe that the hauntings were caused by the druids summoning them way back in 500. Oh, Jesus. Others, another theory, is that Mildred Darby mm-hmm. welcomed spirits in with her interest in the occult. I'm sure it's probably both. I was about to say, it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. General spookies that happen all around the building. People are touched. People are shoved. Oh. Not like a gentle, like, person shoved you, like, full on, no, like, someone would have to run at you with enough force to make you fall that hard. Cool. So that's great. 
You can hear what sounds like a crowd of people talking around you, but no one's around you. What the fuck? That's yeah. too much talking. That's a lot. That's too much talking. The current owner, Sean, is actually the one who mentioned that one. And that one scared me a little bit. Ooh. I was like, oh, no. People get scratched. That's I, my favorite. That, I hate that one. Me too. Don't touch me. Drastic cold spots. Ooh. Very drastic. Ooh, I'm about to get a cold chill. Yep, there it is. Uh-huh. This one's good. You'll like this one. Bearded faces will flash into your vision. You blink and they're gone. What the fuck? Bearded. Bearded, bearded faces. Be- because It's because it's Ireland. Get it? Because they have beards and they were they have the biggest beards in Ireland. The biggest beards in Ireland? Yep. The Irish have the biggest beards in Ireland? Fuck. <laughs> You're right. Yes. There's also been a report of an apparition of an old man crawling out of the oubliette. <gasps> yeah disgusting uh-huh. oh yeah because the ceiling's eight foot from the floor right how how he get up what? ghosty ghosty powers ghosty powers that's how all right so let's talk about some specific places that are haunted in this that place one, nope that the oobly i gotcha <laughs> yep. yeah well, i'm still anything that crawls continue <laughs> kick it in the face <laughs> continuing into the bloody chapel this is where t Carroll killed his brother there are reports of lights being seen on inside the chapel from outside. Like, people will be walking by and be like, oh, why are there lights on in the chapel? That's weird. Lights on. No one's home. There's nobody in the chapel. There's also full body apparitions of the priest who was killed. Getting stabbed, stabbed? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thaddeus is seen walking around in the chapel. Mm-hmm. You can see, like, full body apparition. He's, like, in the whole, like, uniform, everything. People also see him on the stairs leading up. So that's that's kind of cool and interesting. Is it, is it just like, the, is he seen with like a with, with like a hole in its chest? Mm-mm. Damn. No. Okay. That Unfortunately been, not. That, that would have been pretty spooky. That would have been pretty like fucking metal. Ooh. Okay. Get him. You can also hear, this is one of the places where you can hear a lot of people talking. In, um, in the chapel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is also where the oubliette is. So. Because yeah, a lot of people you know. died there. Ha ha ha. 150 at least. The next is the priest's house, Mm -hmm. which, of course, the priest had a house because it's separate than the castle. Okay. It was not restored with the rest of the castle. It was restored at a later time. Mm -hmm. So reports of apparitions date back to prior to the castle burning in 1922. Oh, fuck. Mildred Darby actually wrote a few lines about the priest's house. She said, quote, there is something heavy that lies on people's beds and snores. And when they feel the weight of a great body pressing against them in a room in the priest's house. She goes on to say, a monk wearing a cowl walks in at one window and out another in the priest's house. Excuse me. Yeah. Sir, that's not a door. That's definitely not a door. (gasps) That is two windows, my man. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you walking in and out the windows of all things? Oh, that'd be me as a ghost just fucking with people like, ooh, it's the window. Uh, To the wall. Oh my God. To the wall. Okay. Stop. (laughs) Okay. So here's some specific ghosts that are seen, or spirits, entities, whatever you would like to call them. Tell me. We're going to start hard, so just prepare yourself emotionally. Oh. Well, I mean, this is this has already been a zero to a thousand story already. Yeah, yeah it just, it goes up from here. The, it, it just goes up. Yep. Uh, so the Red Lady is where we're going to start. Okay. She, is, she appears as a tall, lean woman with long brown hair wearing a long red dress. Very red dress. Very tall. Very tall, very lean. Very red. She's always seen carrying a dagger in an attack position. What the fuck? What the Brandishing fuck? it? What the fuck? When people see her, they note that she almost glows from within. 
like from her stomach. There's a light okay. from, from her stomach. They also note that it sometimes when they see her, it'll feel like a cold hand has closed around their heart. And it'll stay that way for like 10 seconds and then it gets really hot. No. That kind of fucks with me. That's a little, like, a I was like that's, too, I've never heard that. I've never heard of that. And that's too specific for yeah, me. Yeah, I don't like it. All right. So her story is there's two different options as to why she's here. Both of them are bad. One is that she was captured by a member of the O'Carroll clan and raped. And she became pregnant. And when she delivered the baby, the O'Carrolls killed the child with a dagger. Oh. So they wouldn't have any illegitimate children to right. try and take over the castle. Okay. The woman was devastated, so she grabbed the dagger and killed herself. Yeah. Is one theory. Okay. Which. That makes sense. The second is that two members of the O'Carroll family wanted her and were fighting over her. They mm-hmm. abducted her and were fighting over her. Mm-hmm. And she tried to run away. They both chased her down. And when they cornered her, they stabbed her to death. Jesus. The first story makes more sense to me. Yeah. Because her stomach glows. Glows. Yeah. So. Either way. That's bad. Yeah. By the way, it's real bad. I don't like that. The next one is the murdered woman. She uh, this dates back to the O'Carroll rule in the 1500s, so she's been seen that long. Damn. She and her family are thought to have been the O'Carroll's victims. So the family was brought in; people were killed. Gotcha. Uh, she appears as a terrified woman wearing very little clothing, so it's assumed that she was also assaulted. Yep. She will scream twice before disappearing. So I don't no, like no that fun. consistency of Mm-mm. oh god. I don't like any of them. It makes me upset. Here, here's some fun ones. There are two little girls named Charlotte and Emily that love to run up and down the spiral staircase in the center of, like, big, the hall. Little shits. It's said that they lived here during the 1600s. They were sisters. Emily died at age 11 after she fell from one of the battlements on the tallest tower Aww. in the castle. Visitors will still sometimes see a little girl falling from the tower. No, my fuck. And have even called the police to report it. The oh. police, having experienced this so much, just say, oh, no, that happens. Where are you at? The Lep Castle? No. Damn. That's a ghost. That's wild. Yeah. So that that's interesting. That's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Charlotte, the sister, will be seen stumbling around by herself, calling out for her sister. And sometimes when you watch Emily fall you'll see Charlotte dragging her away and Emily's leg is all mangled. So What the fuck? Yeah. So that's something. That's too specific. These ghosts are too specific for me. You're welcome. So the sisters are seen all over the grounds, not just the spiral staircase. They just like to frequent that. Uh Uh-huh. So Sean's daughter, the guy that currently lives there, Mm -hmm. has, you know, she's like 10, 11. She's said for years that she sees these two little girls running around, like playing together. This is why I can't have children. Yeah. Right. Literally. This is literally the reason why. Right. Yeah. They didn't, be- like, he and his wife did not believe the kids, like, or her, the daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, no, you're just, that's your imaginary friend. You're a little old for that. Stop. Until they saw them <laughs> one day. Fuck. And then they were like, oh, shit, you were, re- you were serious. So that's fun. The daughter also notes that the little girls will look like they're yelling and screaming and just having a grand old time, like having fun, mm-hmm. you know, chasing each other. Mm-hmm. But you can't hear them. You can just see them. That's weird. Yeah. I don't like it. They're also seen, I noticed, next to the stairs. Very commonly. Okay. And the next entity is the governess, also called the nanny. She is a figure that's, like, babysitting Emily and Charlotte, basically. Okay. Like, she hangs out with them and, like, makes sure to, like, watch over them while they're playing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, visitors will note 
that she will brush your hair back from your face. Don't touch me. Or like touch your arm. Uh-huh. When this happens, people are like weirdly calm about it. Like almost as if she is keeping you from freaking the fuck out. Right. Because like they, they seem almost like in a trance. They're so chill. Whoa. So that's cool. Yeah, that's interesting. That's wild. Yeah, I'd never heard that before. The old man is seen sitting in a cozy little armchair, enjoying the heat from the fire in the main hall. Oh, which is cute. He's cute. <laughs> right? That's sweet. That's so cute. And here's the one that I really wanted to get to that I hope you have the reaction I'm expecting. Okay. It's called The Elemental. Yes. I'm sorry. The fuck? <laughs> what? The Elemental. That. Okay. Yeah. So this spirit predates Avatar? most families at the Lep Castle. Oh. Some believe that it actually dates back from the time of the Druids, oh. possibly that they invoked it to protect their ceremonial space. I was about to say, that's 100% the fucking Druids. Ooh. Tell me. Mildred Darby, here's where you get her book quotes. It's long, so just bear with me. Do it. She wrote, Suddenly, two hands were laid on my shoulders. I turned around sharply and saw, as clearly as I see you now, a gray thing standing a couple of feet from me, with its arms bent and raised as if it were cursing me. I cannot describe in words how utterly awful the thing was. It's very undefinableness rendering the horrible shadows more gruesome human in shape a little shorter than i am i could just make out the shape of big black holes like great eyes and sharp features but the whole figurehead face hands and all was gray unclean bluish gray something of the color and appearance of common cotton wool but oh so sinister repulsive and devilish my friends who are clever about occult things say that what they see that as is called an elemental. Oh. First, that's the first part. Oh, uh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. She continues. Okay. The thing was about the size of a sheep, thin, gaunt, and shadowy in parts. Its face was human, or to be more accurate, inhuman in its vileness, with large holes of blackness for eyes, loose, slobbery lips, and a thick saliva-dripping jaw, sloping back suddenly into its neck. What? Nose, it had none. What the fuck? <laughs> Nose, it had none. Only spreading cavernous cavity or cancerous cavities. The whole face being a uniform tint of gray. This too was the color of the dark, coarse hair covering its head, neck, and body. Its forearms were thickly coated with the same hair. So, uh, so were its paws, large, loose, and hand-shaped. And it sat on its hind legs. One hand or paw was raised and a claw-like finger extended ready to scratch the paint. Its lusterless eyes came up to my face, filling me with a deadly nausea. I noticed the lower half of the creature was indefinable and seemed semi-transparent. At least I could see the framework of the door that led to the gallery through its body. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. You're welcome. So is it, was it the same thing, just mm-hmm. taking on a different shape? It, it was the the longer she looked at it, the more she like could define okay. what it looked like. Um, so that's fun. Uh. Yeah. So whenever people smell that entity, because it's not, it has a very distinct smell. It smells either like some people say burning rubber. Other people say it smells like a rotting corpse. But either it's way. It's very distinctive. Yes. Either way, whenever someone smells that, they get nauseous. Yeah. So that's interesting. Okay. Some people believe that since its favorite place is the staircase, like it'll always appear either at the top of the stairs, bottom of the stairs, halfway down, like somewhere around the staircase. The little girls hang out at the staircase. Huh? 
So they're believed to be connected in some way. Why? I don't know. Why? I don't it's like just, it. It's interesting. I don't like because, it. Because, you know, we hear demons um, showing up as, as children. Children. A lot. So there's that. <sighs> there's also mediums will visit. Like Sean has invited mediums to come and check it out. Yeah. As I do. Of course. Yeah. 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 One medium saw the red lady and was there in the middle of the night. And around 3 a.m., she, the medium, was okay. standing the staircase. She saw the red lady walk across, like, the stairs, like, the foyer up mm. top and noticed that her face changed. Like, she shrunk down in on herself a little bit. Okay. And her whole face looked almost like it was decaying. Oh, uh, why? And then she saw the elemental. Oh. So she thinks that at night, because that's the only time the elemental scene. Okay. The red lady turns into the elemental. <gasps> no. Maybe. I don't know. Rage will do crazy stuff to spirits. So. Yeah. We have to go. Wild. I really want to go. Wild. Yeah. There was, a, there was another story that I didn't write down, so I'll just give you a quick and dirty version. Sean was, like, he had another medium in talking to the spirits of Lep Castle, told him there's three things the spirits don't want you to do. Don't block this doorway. Don't lock this door. Don't block this wall. Like, very specific, weird things. Okay. So he forgot. Oh, fuck. And put a couch up against the wall that they didn't want him to block. He woke up the next morning. All of the picture frames that were on his walls were on top of him in his bed. <laughs> he said, they did that to gently remind me. <laughs> so, Oops. so, yeah, he's all in good fun about it. But, yeah, he lives there. 100% it's a private residence now. So. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. yeah, he'll still accept visitors and let people come and do paranormal investigations and stuff. But, yeah. So, if you ever want to visit Left Castle, we, Google that what, phone number. What's that, what's that phone number? It's like 344-something, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Probably some yeah. weird extension. It is, yeah, because it's international, it's inter- too. Yeah, so, so it's got to go across the Pacific. Yes. Atlantic. Fuck. Cross, across the pond. Fuck. Atlantic. That's what I thought you were going to say. Damn. Because I always forget my oceans, so across the pond. As they say. There you go. Yeah. You use a cop out. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> I know myself. It's fine. Is that, is that the end? Yeah, that was the end. Wild. Yeah, did you have a good time? Yes. Yeah? You I said it good. wasn't going to be... Yeah, well, I mean, it didn't make me want to, like, die, but, you know. That's still good. It was, it was it's still it was interesting. I, I like the history part of it. I thought that was pretty cool. Because you're a nerd. That's, fuck off. I am. It is what it is. This is what history class would be like with me if I had, like, a teaching degree, too. It'd be awful. Well, you're going to learn about this place, but we're going to s- sprinkle in some... Uh, Scary stuff. Hauntings? Yeah. It's like, let me tell you all about the history of this place. Or I would say the wrong thing and go, oop, nope, nope. And then just freeze for a second until my brain recalibrated. It'd be awful. But that's how you do in this podcast sometimes, it feels like. Oh, no, really, though. It is. <laughs> but really. Yeah. The yeah. listeners don't get to hear too much of that because you're great at editing, but... Yeah. <laughs> It does I happen. Just I just for the, the silent waveform of nothing's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are you talking about this week? Who am I? Katie. That's right. Today, yeah. Katie will be talking about the Sally House. Okay. Which which I'm going to um, preemptive give a warning that it is it is thought that there is a demon that haunts this house. So if you don't fuck with demons, you don't want to hear anything about it. Oh. This is your time to, to turn off. Okay. But if you're still with us. Okay. The Sally House. All right. Perfect. I didn't know this was going to be as wild uh-huh. of a ride as it's going to be, as it is. And there's a there's a lot. So what I'm going to tell is not everything. 
but you can look up more on the internet. Jesus. Because I got five pages of shit and there was still Jesus. way more stuff that needed to be put in. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. Goodness gracious. So, yeah. So, the history of this house mm-hmm. is not the history of the house itself. It's actually the history is literally hauntings of the house. Oh. The history of the house is it it's was haunted. built. Here we fucking go. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So, the house was built around 1870 mm-hmm. in Atch- atchison yeah kansas mm. and apparently this house is the most haunted house in america oh so this is a house that's haunted okay it's a little house okay it's like a like a shack it's like a two-story house oh okay so it's a two-story it's a 1800s okay house oh well there's your problem <laughs> so depending on who you ask mm-hmm. it's kind of like the history of there's a small actual history of who died in the house so okay apparently three deaths were noted in this house officially oh. depending on who you ask so you have a michael finney in 1872 he died in the house william true in 1918 okay and agnes true in 1939 these are people i guess who lived in the house mm-hmm. they died okay and nothing more was said of that okay i, that's, couldn't, I literally okay. could not find anything it was just they died so the house was originally built for a local physician named charles finney so um there was obviously a relation between michael mm-hmm. finney and charles finney but i'm assuming charles michael finney was the father of dr mm. charles finney because the person he died so mm-hmm. local physician dr finney he lived in the house and also performed his physician's work inside oh, of the house Oh, i hate that yes i know people used to do that and i hate it i try to forget that it existed yes this this is the this is the tale of the uh-huh. house so the story goes that one day a mother brought her six-year-old daughter by the name Sally mm. to doc- to the doctor who had doubled over with severe abdominal pain. Okay. The doctor deduced that the pain was appendicitis and, and immediately needed to do surgery because yeah. he thought that the appendix was going to burst. So right. in it, death. Yes. So in an attempt to save her life, he started cutting open the girl before the anesthesia no. had kicked in. No. Yep. She did not make it through the surgery. Of course she didn't fucking make it through the surgery. Shock is a thing. She died on the table i'm so upset yep i'm angry she so she passed away i watched another another it was buzzfeed and Mm. so i'll say this they did not report because they Mm -hmm. did an investigation of like who actually like what records Mm -hmm. of people who died in the house and they did not did not even talk about that story didn't mention it did not mention it so i don't know well i mean no matter what that's not okay yeah so that that story Mm -hmm. is as to the reason why there is it's gonna come up okay. why there's a ghost named sally in the house is, oh, is the little girl so makes sense that girl is said to mm-hmm. haunt the house and then some other people also believe that dr finney also ha- haunts the house so we'll we'll get to that point in a little bit so okay one tenant had a five-year-old daughter that said that she had an imaginary friend named sally okay so of course the mother didn't believe her like, right you, you yeah because i mean that's your imaginary friend yeah like the mother would scold her and be like you know you did something wrong and the little girl would be like i didn't want to do it sally made me do it blah 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 so Later, which I will talk about later, mm. a picture was drawn of the girl Sally, like mm. the ghost, right? When it was shown to this girl later, mm. she was like, yes, that was my childhood friend, Sally. Like, that's what she looked like. She wore a dress like that, looked like that, blah, oh. blah, blah. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Okay, so here we go. We're going to go from zero to a thousand, just like your story. Hell yeah, let's go. So nothing in the house was ever noted until 1993. So even when the house was first built apparently a sheriff at the time uh-huh. 
or police officer bought the house and rented the house out. Yeah. So paranormal stuff went on in the house, mm-hmm. but it was nothing serious like this couple that moved in yeah. in 1993. It was like December 1st, ni- 1992. So okay. 19, 1993, a young couple with a child rented the house and their names are Deborah and Tony Pickman. Okay. Okay. When they first moved in, there was nothing ominous about the house. They said that the only things that started to happen was a dog would growl at the nursery, the room that the nursery was in. Move your nursery. <laughs> Problem solved. No. Simple solution. So the and and also they noted that the lights would turn on and off mm-hmm. in, throughout the house. Okay. The baby would also wake up every few hours, and the mother had noted that it was. It sounded like somebody was playing with the baby. Nope. So like the baby wasn't crying, kind of like cooing, yeah. like yeah. play with me. But so. She would go in, check on the child, turn off the light, shut the door, mm-hmm. go back into her room, and she would either come in and find the light on, or she said that the neighbor would say, why are you leaving the light in your baby's nursery on? Mm-hmm. That kind of, that was the start of it all. I don't like it. One, one particular night, the couple had noticed the stuffed animals in, their, in the nursery had moved on their own. Okay. Uh, Tony went up to go check on the child, and... They, the the stuffed animals were sitting in a ring. No. Backs to each other. No. Just in the middle of the floor. No. And the lights the lights in the room were on. Nope. So that's when you say, Hey, uh, you didn't tell me this bitch was haunted and yep. you fucking and leave. leave. Oh it, go, it gets worse. It gets so much worse. Ooh, it would have to. <laughs> so they thought Tony thought it was a practical joke because apparently like the a sibling mm. of Tony or Deborah was over. Mm. And they okay, yeah, that's legit. thought it was a joke and and Tony came down and was like, why did you? And Deborah was like, what the fuck are you? No, I did not do that. Yeah. So he had apparently put the toys away. When he went back up later to check, the light was again turned on. Mm-hmm. And one of the dolls that was on the chair was thrown onto the floor. Rude. That situation had happened. And then Tony said, I guess the next night. Uh-huh. Or the same night, not quite sure. Tony's brother was over. Uh huh. And they were joking about the bears and like saying like, oh, they're haunted, blah, blah, blah. So there was apparently a bear in the room a black bear sitting on a table and they were joking saying like oh if you're here like do something to the bear right like yeah, just, let's engage with whatever right it is. great idea. so the bear on the table started to spin in a circle Wee! so in a frantic they took a picture of it so there's an mm-hmm. actual photo of this yeah and everything was completely hazed out in the mm-hmm. picture except for the bear yep oh my god they that is when they said they couldn't handle it at that point. They they frantically started to pack up. Yeah, because, I mean, could you imagine, like, that scenario happening? And, like, you're trying so hard to convince yourself that, oh, no, 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 no. It's no, not no, real. It's not, it's not a thing. bear on the table just kind of starts to spin. Ooh. So they packed, they just grabbed the necessities, yeah. grabbed their child. And on the way out the door, Tony said that he felt a sharp pain in his back while leaving in the house. Oh, no. So they, they left... And he, he said it was like a wasp had stung yeah. him. And he said it was really bad. So, because yeah. he was complaining about it, but he was more focused on getting out of the house. Yeah, so, sure. got out of the house, got to his his mother's house. Mm-hmm. And when Deborah lifted up his shirt to see what was going on, he had three very red, deep claw marks on his back. Dope. Dope, dope, And dope. from then on out, Tony would be attacked by whatever unseen force was in the house. Very bad. So did they go back to the house? Oh yeah, they end up going back. All those motherfuckers. So he kept getting call marks, and later on I'll talk about how some scratches, mm. a lot of fucking scratches. It was wild, were being manifested and happening on camera. It was all recorded, oh, and God. you can watch it. Things that would start to happen after this point is like the the 
infestation was getting worse. Yeah. The pictures on the walls would be flipped upside down. Oh, the TVs that's would, shit. Oh, yeah. The TVs would turn on and off. <laughs> so they would turn off the TV. He said he would walk up the stairs. He, he would hear the TV turn back on and yep. he'd have to go downstairs and turn it off. Nope. Ceiling fans would be messed with as if somebody was pulling on the chain. So the chain would start jingling no. and then like on and off, on and off, on and off. And then that's the fan... Rude. Would that's going to fuck your electricity bill up. I, I know. Fucking rude. Candles. This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Candles that had never been lit in the house mm. had wax dripping down the side of them as if they had been set on fire. Excuse me. A rose that was in the kitchen windowsill was smoldering from the inside out. So it was noted that it was burning. All the petals <laughs> on the inside had been charred burnt Mm -hmm. but the petals on the outside of the rose were fine and then apparently they had shaman Mm. like some worship some holy some holy figure had come over and a teddy bear that was sitting on the table they had a lot of teddy bears for the child well i mean yeah had flames coming out of its head at one point oh that's cool what you gonna do priest man teddy bears on fire they reached out to a psychic who is kind of popular in california so they're in kansas yeah and the psychic came, and she had identified that there was a little girl spirit by the name of Sally in the house. Uh-huh. So the psychic did confirm that there was a, some spirit yeah. named Sally. So apparently she was popular enough uh-huh. that this brought on the attention of a lot of news stations and TV places. Gotcha. So she ended up picking the television show called Sightings mm-hmm. to come and investigate and record the house. The owner of the house mm-hmm. obviously had to get involved yeah. because it's like, this is yeah his is your house, right? So can we do this? So he ended up, oh my God. So sightings shows up mm-hmm. to the house. They had these ridiculous, like all kinds of fucking equipment because this equipment, is what yeah. they do. And they come in and then the owner showed up to get all the people in and, and um, settle in everybody. So he had, while in the house, was jo- kind of like joking, but no, just like no. whatever. He was like, all right, if you don't want these people coming in, I want you to make my phone ring twice, and that will tell me that you don't want these people here. So he kept kind of provoking it, provoking it, but nothing happened. So mm-hmm. he's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. So the next day, as he was leaving his house to go mm-hmm. back to the rental property to, to do the, see mm-hmm. the people setting up, he said he went to go leave his house, and the phone rang twice. Mm-hmm. He went and picked it up, and he said no one was there, and he, he didn't even think anything of it. So... Mm-hmm. He said he put the phone down as he was walking back out the door. It rang again. It rang again twice, the two times. So he said when he picked it up the second time, there was only static on the line. And so he hung up the phone and was like, oh, hell no. I got chills now. Before, I didn't write this on my notes, so I'll just off the top. Mm -hmm. Before they started recording and started to do their investigations, uh, the, the owner of the house, he had to sign a document that was like, hey, like, you're consenting for us to do this and anything yeah. that we find, we get to publish, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. As he was holding the clipboard. Oh, no. With the papers on it. Oh, he, no. He's a police officer. Yeah. His partner, who is a police officer, uh-huh. was also there. The papers on the clipboard, as he was mm-hmm. trying to read them, were fluttering. Oh, that's a good sign. Just uncontrolled. Like, that's there was no sign. wind. There was no wind. They went, like, all both the police officers were like, is the window open? And they were like, I no, don't like this. it's not. So the the papers were fluttering. Uh-huh. And they were just like, stop. So so he told them, he was like, my, pa- what is happening? So he yeah. shows them it's still happening. Uh-huh. And so they're like, all right, all right, we're going to, like, right, all right, bust out all the shit. So they right pull. the fuck now, turn the camera so on. So they start, um pulling out their wands and their equipments and they locate mm-hmm. where she's at apparently in the fucking room okay and 
and so then a, suddenly they just look at the partner police officer uh-huh. and they go she, she doesn't want you here so they so they look at the other police officer mm-hmm. and they go she doesn't want you here so he's like no problem i'm fucking gone so they yeah, that's no no issue my man so they start their investigation uh-huh and they had apparently brought in a paral paranormalist mm. um there was a much fancier so par- paranormal psychologist that he brought in and he Paras- was psychologist yes thank you You're welcome. so he comes in and he's like real big into it right so they're doing like a session and they're talking holy fuck while they were recording and mm-hmm. having the session for 10 minutes mm-hmm. for 10 fucking minutes they recorded tony getting literally scratched the shit out of like a like a like a he got in a fight with a raccoon and lost like 20 raccoons he why would you not get the fuck out he, tony he, he he was a champ about it honestly i i have no idea how he was not losing his mind he was just kind of like shit because in some of the recordings he was just kind of like oh my god i'm just gonna go sit down so he just it didn't seem like he was too like mentally upset mm. he was just tired yeah so his whole they showed a picture of it you can look it up there's a whole hour long video on youtube that was a documentary about the house and him he his whole chest Uh was just shredded jesus his whole back shredded apparently the cuts it showed a picture one of the cuts on his arms where he had been scratched were bleeding yeah this was happening in front of everybody this ghost don't give up in the the parapsychologist it apparently upset the parapsychologist so badly he almost quit yeah everything on the spot yeah everything that he had known up to that point was literally being challenged right then and there yeah because typically they hide yes they and don't it, just show the fuck up yes and he was being just scratched jesus it was the like usually it's just like one right like once no his like whole fucking body 45. his whole body so this this group sightings yeah. being there was making it really hard on tony yeah so because they were also involving him in investigation yeah so, fuck off no so things were getting wild so one night while sightings was not there mm. he went to the kitchen to get some orange juice i don't know why i, I don't everyone said he went to the kitchen to get orange juice well i mean yeah, i, I just also need you to, to know to get orange he juice. was getting orange juice so when he opened the fridge got it but he got a glass yeah and when he closed the door he said that he was standing like face to face body to body with a little girl and he said that her expression on her face was that she was just as surprised to see him Uh as he was of her he got so scared Uh he dropped the glass yeah shattered Uh and it scared her she vanished well he ended up making a sketch uh of this little girl and this sketch is what was shown to that previous other tenant, kid. other kid. And she was like, yep, that's what she looks like. That's my friend. It's, she looks like a 10-year-old girl in a 1900-style dress. I hate that. That's what she looked like. Is it blue? It was white. Oh. It I just white. imagined it was like a little baby blue dress. I don't know why. She was depicted as white. It never said what color, mm. but the depiction, she had a white dress on. Okay. Because I just so. think dark hair and like blue dress. Yes, yeah no blonde hair blue dress is like I, i'm just thinking dark brown black hair blue dress i don't know why here we are okay. anyway go ahead so so he he also said that while he would be laying in bed he would hear no. whispers in his ears he said it sounded like six people whispering in his no. ear but it was so it was in in uh eligible like he uh-huh. couldn't understand what they were saying yeah like you're like you can hear somebody like, whispering in the next room but you don't know what but you have no idea so he said that that happened a lot 
and the scratches would usually start mm. and the paranormal shit would start when he would hear the whispering so he so oh. so one night he's laying in bed he starts to hear the whisperings and yeah. he's like what the fuck he described uh-huh. something that happened so this is this is what he described he said one night that started uh-huh. he looked at the window in their bedroom and he said it looked like there was dust particles coming out of the bedroom window like at a, at a specific uh-huh. point he said all of a sudden these particles manifested and formed into a shadow of a woman okay so she it was very clear that this yeah. was a woman and she oh, was very like it's different than real the girl right so different from the girl yeah and he said it was real yeah like he was responding to it so she formed out of these particles okay near the window and she walked around the bed and started coming towards him so he no. said he was backing up on the bed going holy yeah. shit holy shit holy shit he he said that she had a black lace glove on and oh. as she was coming towards him and got closer uh-huh. close enough to him she put she said to him i'm gonna and then lunged at him no she closed he closed his eyes and when he opened them back up she was gone this is a sleep paralysis demon yeah fuck off yeah i don't know no thanks what the fuck that was that was it, it was kind of coming to an end right there but yeah. there's some other notable things um fires would start so like how oh. i said the teddy bear yeah had flames coming out of it fires would start in multiple places in the house or multiple times in the house okay so different tenants would also report it they also reported yeah. it in the nursery that room just in particular that's a shitty room it it starts so fires would start no damage was ever done to the house i think yeah. it was put out before anything actually happened because that was not noted with anything towards the end of it it became a little bit more violent a lamp was thrown at tony's mother when she came to visit rude uh tony would also hear scratching noises i hate that you know i hate the scratching noises. i know you love it um at the same time he would hear whispers so how would you when different? he was laying in bed he would Gross. hear the in the wall behind his bed no and he he said i would move it was like he said it was like an animal trying to dig its way out of the Mm -hmm. wall yeah like because that's whenever i imagine the scratching sounds i literally just think like there's rats in the walls and they're little like toenail feets toenail feet yeah and the little scritchy scratchies i don't like it you don't like it so i didn't know you were doing that for a second and i was getting ready to fucking fight something scratching the table yeah no like i straight up like i had a adrenaline spike and was like okay let's go it was me i'm so sorry that's fine all right so the wife and baby were never once harmed yeah i was about to ask did anything ever happen to the wife no not neither one of them were harmed nothing ever happened to them however at one point Mm. the husband was just getting so worn down yeah he said that he anytime he entered the house when he left the house he was fine but when he would come into the house he would always have thoughts of harming his wife no and he said at one point he would he was sitting there and this is when it was just like all right it's over like we Mm got to stop he said that he was looking at her while she was getting ready one day and he was like i'm gonna slit her throat i'm gonna do it like he had like images and the thought and like like the feeling of wanting to slit her throat specifically so that was kind of just the um i don't like that just the end but one one more um notable when they moved Hmm? at that point is that when they moved yeah when he okay. when he was falling asleep uh-huh. and like at the end of the sightings like it was just kind of everything kind of wrapped up and it was like it's time we're done okay it's time to go so jesus one one notable investigation that they show in the hour-long hmm. documentary on youtube you watch this sightings did an investigation and included tony and deborah because obviously Rude. tony tony is the the star of the show yeah, right so the poor boy they have a friend who is a paranormal investigator who is also kind of a sensitive, not mm-hmm. different from the psychic that came from right. California. So this friend was in the room with them and had openly asked 
if the spirits wanted them to bring in a Catholic priest to bless the house. Because the answer is yes. Apparently, they just kept asking this question. And they never got a response. So finally, well, of course not. Yeah, right. So they were like, "We need an answer. Do you want us to do this?" Yeah. Because they didn't know, like, if Dr. Finney was the demon, if mm. Little Sally was the demon, and if, like, right. they needed help. So they're trying to figure, so- like, just figure something out, right? Yeah, something to do to help them. When she asked this question, the camera is pointed on Tony and uh. Deborah a little bit. All of a sudden, Tony just, he's sitting down on the floor. He jumps backwards, yells, fuck, realizes he's on camera. I was like, oh, oh shit, never mind. And he goes, it burns. No. And Deborah's like, what? So he lays back and Deborah pulls up his shirt and his stomach hair had been burned. No. Even though he was wearing a shirt. No. Which was fine. His shirt was fine. The hairs on his stomach had been burned and you can see it in the video. No. And you can smell burning hair. I hate that more than a lot of things. Mm -hmm. No. Yes. That's a new fear. Of being burned? Just, just belly hairs burned. Belly hairs burned. Just, just that. Poor Tony. So the website of the Sally House says that there was a little girl who died mm. on the operating table, right? But BuzzFeed, like I said, had never mentioned mm-hmm. that a girl named Sally ever lived in the house, died in the house. Like, right. they never gave any recollection or acknowledgement to that story. They said the only person that was ever named Sally that lived in the house was a 34-year-old black woman. Mm. And she only lived there. She did not die there. Right. So they deduced that... Because this little girl never existed in the first place, that it has to be a demon. That makes sense. I mean, like, either way, because, I, you know, demons sometimes demons, present, demons present themselves as little innocent girls. Innocent little children. Yes. So, after, I think they said, like, 22 months, so, uh-huh. like, in 1994, they moved out. Uh-huh. And they said, fuck it. They come back 14 years later, and we're going to talk about that, and it's fucking great. So, they move out, and then another couple, I don't know why this guy lets someone else move in. Because it's a rent house. And he needs to make his money. Me, I guess. So another couple moves in and she mm. has two kids. They move in the house and they don't report any activity to mm-hmm. to the owner. Okay. So I guess the landlord does a sweep of the house, I guess, to do a wellness check. But he yeah. just says he comes in to check the house. So he thought it was probably odd that they were not reporting anything. Mm-hmm. So Weenie. he goes into the basement and he finds some shit. I don't want to go in a basement. He finds some shit. And the basement's fucking creepy. Like, yeah. it is not a, like a finished basement. It is like a from no. the 1800s basement. Yeah, I was about to say, any 1800s basement is that like weird dugout style. Yep, yep. that's exactly those. what it looks like. So when he goes in the basement, my, in my notes, <sighs> shit is capitalized. He finds some shit in the basement. A large pentagram on the floor, an altar, a black kettle, and a black robe. Oh, that's new. The female tenant was a satan worshiper (laughs) or was a witch or did whatever that doesn't sound like the good kind of magic but she was doing shit in the basement yeah well now today if you go to the house there is a black mark on the floor where the pentagram used to be oh and now it is said that there is a demon that lives in the basement oh a separate demon yes a basement demon basement demon and specifically the hole in the wall the hole in the wall? In, in the basement, yeah. it's The basement is fucking creepy and just needs to not exist. Just be filled with cement. Did I ever tell you about the time that my mom and I went to look at an 1800-style house in Cookville? Like, to buy for her? Yes. And you know what? I want you to save that. Okay. I want you to save that for the opening of the next episode. Okay, we'll do. Okay, cool. So Stay tuned. Stay tuned at our next episode on Dragon Ball. Okay. So, <laughs> that's the history of the house. Oh, 
that's not the hauntings. Okay. So like that's not haunting experience. Shit. That's literally the the. That's like the little baby. Get ready. Start your engines, boys. Yes. So that's... like, if you do okay. any history of the house, you're going to find those stories, and you're going to find okay. those documentaries. So. Well, I mean, I guess the the basement demon. Let's learn about him. Yep. So currently, no one lives in the house. It Un- is too haunted. So basically, the guy has turned it into a haunted attraction. He so many sensitives, reasonable mediums, psychics come to the house to check it out. So he he, you can book an overnight stay, but currently, right now with COVID, they said no. Let's go. No, please. No. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Bring a sleeping bag and an air mattress. No. You can say so when COVID's over, it, it will probably resume with going in, sleeping there. Perfect. It is noted on the website mm-hmm. that any paranormal investigator that comes to visit the house has experienced these things specifically. Mm-hmm. Electrical equipment malfunctioning mysteriously. Makes That's, sense. Yeah. So batteries that are noted to be full will drain immediately. Yep. Objects in the house will move around. Investigators will have scratches and or bruises found on them during their visit or mm-hmm. afterwards. Dope. People being physically touched or shoved. Don't touch me. That's a great story coming up. Pockets of coldness. Um, one of the websites noted especially where the physician's table was. Well, yeah, because, I mean, any kind of operating table, anything, like, bad shit is just attached to those. Yep. Cold. Because people die on the tables. Yeah, one of the sensitives that came into the house, he was like, my ears are so cold. And he was in the, and he was in the like, a top floor, so it should have been warmer. And he yeah. was like, my ears are cold. And also dogs will refuse to go into the nursery that makes sense that's apparently just a common running theme so to my favorite story all right the pikmins came back 14 years later why uh with a with the same friend who's the paranormal investigator slash a slight sensitive you could not convince me to go back somewhere that that was happening after this after this they have refused to go back they will never go back again after this they should never have gone back in the first place they should yeah because it's gonna remember you it's gonna be like hey i remember you're the one that like closed the fridge door and spooked me that's so funny you say that because (sighs) when they rolled up on the house Mm -hmm. in their car the friend who is the sensitive she said that she saw a black shadow get up from the chair in the living room because the lights in the house Mm -hmm. were on and the blinds were drawn. So, mm. like, uh, like the light casting onto the blinds. Yeah. Said that she saw a shadow figure in the living room. Yeah. Get up and then proceed. She could see it through the house, walk into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So. She's she, getting ready. Yep. So, she was just like, do you, got, you guys, you guys want to still do this? And they were like, yeah, let's just, we're here. Let's just do it. So, they didn't want to, but they, they forced themselves to go in. So. They should not have. They go around the house and Deborah said that she was smudging. Mm-hmm. And then they were also taking pictures. So yeah. they go throughout the house and then they end up into the master bedroom. They ended okay. up taking a picture in the nursery. Nope. And then another picture of the master bedroom. Nope. And they caught shadows, massive shadows, like not even like mm, X for doubt. It was like the shadow takes up almost the whole picture frame. It's a, oh, is your camera malfunctioning? No. No. Okay. It's Jesus. So, huh. so. That's the opposite. Shadows very blurry images yeah. is very often captured in oh, that okay. house they end up in the master bedroom okay and he tony tony and deborah were in the master bedroom the friend was not there tony's the one that would sleep in the master bedroom and hear the fucking scritchy scratches yes. next to his fucking head yes why would so you go back he starts saying he's I'm not so feeling sad. well of course he's not feeling he's well. not feeling well so deborah was smudging the windows in the in the 
master bedroom. And so she said that she got to uh, the last window in the mm. room. She said out of the corner of her eye, mm-hmm. Tony was picked up and thrown back four feet into the door that was open. Mm-hmm. And he hit the floor. So he like yeah. slammed down. When he was, he was picked up and thrown so violently, his boots came off and Shit. were still on the floor from where he was picked up. Jesus. When Deborah ran over to him, he was struggling to get off the floor. And she said that she noted that the veins in his neck were starting to protrude. Oh, something was holding him down. Yes. Something was holding him down on the floor. And he just kept saying, like, I can't get up. You're correct. And he was struggling really hard. And so Deborah was like, get up, get up. And so they started screaming. So Deborah screamed. There was a commotion. So the friend came running in. Uh And so she could see also Mm -hmm. he was being pinned to the floor and he could not get up. So she starts screaming in the Lord's name, let him go. This is a child of God. Yeah. She the first couple of times, nothing happened. So finally, she was just like, in the Lord's name, let him go. And so, boom, just like that gone and yep. he could get up off the floor fun fact it's that easy yep if ever you get scared it's that easy it's that easy so they never went back that was the end of that they did not go back in the house good and that was they shouldn't have done in the first was, fucking place that was the end of that but the Jeez. fact that his boots were still on the floor when he so, got picked up and he was like they were tied they were work boots tied yeah. to my shoe like feet he goes i so, have no idea how that got came off so something that that actually with this story in particular mm-hmm. i've noticed in poltergeist stories specifically we hear like weird shit happening like things that should not happen the way that they do yeah like with the rose that burned from the inside out like just weird shit or like the fact that they have the ability to flip picture frames yes upside that's down a common and poltergeist. them yeah how how that that makes no sense so it doesn't surprise me that his boots came off just just because that that, that seems to be a, a pretty common thing that mm-hmm. happens with poltergeists is they just fuck with reality and yeah. our perception of it. That I don't fu- like it. Yeah, that fucked me real good. So BuzzFeed went there. Yeah, they and did, they played I'm sure. the flashlight game. <gasps> My favorite. Let me tell you what happened. Tell me. So first they went up to the nursery and they were trying to communicate with Sally and then nothing happened. So they okay. were like, all right, fuck this. So they went down to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Shane is a psycho. I love Shane, Shane so much. Shane is a much. psycho. Shane would be me. Put the flashlight on the counter, on yeah. like the edge of the edge of the counter. Yeah. Kind of just sticking off at an angle. Shane walks up to it and he uh-huh. kind of crouches down next to it because they're asking questions and mm-hmm. nothing's happening. So Shane's like, I'm going to get up on this. And so of course you do. gets it right next to the light and he asks, did it like it? Turn it on if uh-huh. you don't like us staying here. Right. And it turns on perfect ryan starts screaming <laughs> he starts screaming they also had another paranormal investigator there with them it oh, was cool. just some local yeah. paranormal guy Fella. so the light turned off yeah oh my god shane starts being like well they can't turn it back on again like that's not a thing and then so it does he it? walks back over to it and he's still like talking smack like you can't turn it back on and it turns back on that sounds right yeah ryan starts screaming again <laughs> Shane asked the spirit to turn the light off, and mm-hmm. it does. Okay. So obviously it's video editing. There's yeah. There's there's cuts and scenes, right? Oh, certainly, so, yeah. So it cuts to like the next scene. They're in, they're still in the kitchen and they're talking, and all of a sudden Ryan kind of stops and he's listening, and Shane's like, "Dude, it's a car Stop driving it. by," yeah. and Ryan goes, "No." That's the flashlight rolling behind me on the counter. When they all turn around and look at it, because Ryan wasn't looking at it, they turn around. And they're like, yeah, it's rolling. Oh, look, it's coming back the other way. It was oh, rolling so like somebody was back, rolling and it back and forth on okay. the counter. That's cool. Shane was like, 
you can't you can't explain that one he's like i don't know i got I sh- nothing i don't know what it is but it's not a ghost it's, because that's right it's not saying. a ghost but shane's like i have no explanation to why it was rolling back and forth they go into the basement where this fucking psychopath no. lays on the pentagram <laughs> shane shane lays on the pentagram yeah yes because ryan'd be too scared because ryan's like you want to land the pentagram and shane's like fuck yeah i do <laughs> so he's like let's go buckaroo and shane and right. ryan was like i'm just joking oh so what he does Please don't. he's like rock and roll psychopath he's so the best he asks if the demon wants to eat both shane's and ryan's heart and the light turns on ah. ryan's like he the poor guy was so terrified he was oh, like no. can you please stop no <laughs> so shane was like all right can you turn the light off you're scaring ryan so the light turns off so that was pretty much the end of the investigation Mm -hmm. they were supposed to sleep in the house yeah and ryan was like i can't do like i can't do this i can't can't do this so they three o'clock in the morning ryan was like okay i will be quiet for three minutes and we will listen to the house and then after that we're gonna go so he was quiet for three minutes nothing happened yeah but he like after that he was like i'm gonna go we're gonna go we're gonna go I think it's time to leave. So Shane was like, "Oh, you're quitting," and Ryan's like, "Don't, don't say it like that." So he's he's that's exactly there, what you're doing. He's contemplating it. He's like, "No, I can't do this. Fuck this!" And he like leaves. He's like, "I don't care if you're calling me a wimp. Like we're done." Yeah, he leaves. Poor guy. So a few few little more experiences. In Tell the me. House. A psychic went to the house, and there was a paranormal investigation going on. One of oh yeah okay so apparently one of the psychic went to the house. She was told about how tony Mm. was burnt right so that story was being told to her and she said that dr finney was Mm. in the corner laughing about oh i hate that and she said sally was also there with him so while dr finney was laughing she said that sally was saying i'm sorry i'm sorry it was a trick it was all just a trick so that was something that the the psychic had noted like Uh she says that dr finney is definitely still in the house and is still an evil spirit Right. And that she thinks that he is definitely part of the reason why there is such a negative entity there. That, like, he didn't start off as uh-huh. a bad person in life, but she said she felt like something had corrupted him. And then into the afterlife, he is still corrupted. Mm-hmm. One of the neighbors experiences issues oh, because wow. of the house. She has a small boy that lives in a room that faces the Sally house. Uh-huh. She said that one night her boy was screaming in terror because some nights he'll be like, there's a monster in my room. There's a monster. And of course, it's like, you're a child. There's no mm-hmm. monsters in the closet. But she said one night he screamed and it was like a it was a no it was fly. Not, yeah. It was a it was not a it's a different scream. Yes, it is a different scream. And that's yeah. what she said. So she goes f- running into the room mm. and she said that her boy was hiding underneath the covers and just his eyes were poking out, but he was pointing at the ceiling no fuck it no saying there's the flying monster like and pointing to no. where where it was on the ceiling and i don't she, like ceiling shit she didn't see it me neither oh my god i have to cold chills she said she didn't see it so she ran over uh-huh. and grabbed her child and ran out of the door yeah so same mom went over to the actual sally house and uh-huh. did an investigation with a group of people no because apparently she is dumb she <laughs> she likes to uh they they like to include her in some of the stuff because she experiences stuff so Mm -hmm. they went to the basement fuck off they went to the basement and they turned off all the lights to start Uh doing their thing and all of a sudden a brick was thrown what and i guess you could hear it however you know that a brick is being thrown in the night so they turned the lights back on and the brick was not 
of anything in the basement. It was not a brick that should have been in the basement. Okay. Because the, the walls were like stone and right. there's not a pile of bricks. Like there's no bricks in the basement and there yeah. was this brick. So they're like, all right. So they turn the lights off to do it again and it happens again. Like a new brick? A new brick. And she a said it brick. happened several times throughout the night. Like oh. bricks were thrown at them. One sensitive brought a Great Dane into the house yeah. to demonstrate like, yes, animals don't like this shit. So mm-hmm. he he does a walkthrough in the house before he does his his private investigation yeah so she, he walked through up the whole upstairs and he got into the master bedroom closet mm-hmm. and he was like i can feel her here no so whenever he said that he felt her the dog would not go in the room the dog was curious the dog was right. happy was running you could see like it was recorded yeah. that the dog was running through all of the rooms and all of a sudden the dog would he was like come here come here dog would not yeah. Would and also ran out of the bedroom. Yeah, no, fuck it, no. Mm-mm. So spooky closet he girl went into the basement, and he said that he could feel two female spirits in the basement. So a, a lot of other sensitives and mediums that go into the house, they also sense other mm. lesser lesser spirits in the house okay so he was like there's two spirits in the in the basement and he's like kind of like rattling off like those maybe like a couple more down here and then someone was recording to do an evp session so like as he was talking picking up anything that was being said Mm -hmm. in in response to whatever he's saying yeah the evp recorder caught the words he's the devil oh yep oh that's cool that's that's fun and fresh and new and then they caught i didn't i kind of was skipping through so they caught another couple of other things Mm -hmm. that was said throughout his his investigation while he was down in the basement you can kind of see his hand being he's like something's pulling on my pinky and no. like you can kind of see like he's being pulled in a direction i don't like that don't touch my any of me there's a lot of i stopped there so yeah. so that's that's as much as i wrote down so if you actually Jesus. google the sally house there are so much stuff about that house so fuck? many people go there so many people write their experiences record yeah. it uh video mm-hmm. you everything and like the website will post stuff yeah. that they find about the house so Good lord nope that's a hard no for me son the house is wild i say it's a hard no but i kind of want to go you want to go everywhere that's true you want to go to all these places take me to a scary place katie that's all i want I, my dream the one thing i do want to do is i do want to do a po- uh re- do a podcast recording mm-hmm. in one of the houses and just record our reactions being like yes. oh fuck we're gonna die in the yes. middle of this podcast yes I want to do a podcast, like a whole series of podcasts in haunted places. That's what I want to do. That'd be great. Like just keep, just keep doing a podcast, yeah. but then just be in a, in yeah. a place. Yeah, just I mean, like redo the episodes if you have to, but just in the place. <laughs> oh, ban a so ship! Great. We can't fucking finish this. Ooh, <laughs> it'd be so much fun. Oh man. Okay, that was good. So yeah, that That's turned good. out way better than I thought. Yeah, scared the shit out of me. I, I texted know. you that, and yes. I was like, I, I fucked myself, and you, you were like, you hot, get so fucked. I was like, hey. Get fucked today, fuck. Yep. Nice. Episode 11. This is a lot of episodes. It's this only is, 11. That's 11 more than I thought I would ever have. So, you know. Here we are. Yeah. So, if you want to check us out and see what we're up to, see what we're doing, you yes. can go on our website, www.hauntheribarelyknowher.com. We have a page where you can make suggestions. Please. Please make a suggestion. We're not, we're not running out of topics. We no. just actually really want to see... Who suggests what? And, yeah. and just it's just it's, we like doing that. We yeah, like including fun. people. It's interactive. Be something really enjoyable yeah. to get a submission from yeah. someone because then we can be like, ooh, ooh let's do this person. Because yeah. sometimes we look at the list and we're like, oh my god, how do we choose? So yeah. just choose, choose for us, please, please. That'd be great. Actually, that might be a cool Instagram, Twitter one. Oh yeah, that would be ooh, fun. Put a list up and be like, what do you want us to do next week? And, That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, look at that. so still, still use the suggestion box, please. 
Please. But speaking of Instagram, Twitter, if you want to follow us on there, we're always posting like updates yes. and cool fun facts. H-H-I-B-K-H podcast on both of those platforms. Both of the platforms. You will be interacting with me on Twitter. And, and me on Instagram. Yes. Don't follow her on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. She's please, about to win. Please follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I am, as of current times, four away from taking the lead. So Three. please... please come follow oh, four because i need an extra oh yeah you need extra to make yeah. it over me so so, so four uh, she's winning she's more she's more please do the thing thank you we'll see appreciate it we'll talk about everybody it. so until next time haunt her i barely know her mm-hmm.